Section 15 of the Aeneid of Virgil. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Aeneid of Virgil. Translated by John Dryden. Book 8, Part 1. When Turnus had assembled all his powers, his standard planted on Laurentum's towers, when now the sprightly trumpet from afar had given the signal of approaching war, had roused the neighing steeds to scour the fields, while the fierce riders clattered on their shields. Trembling with rage the Latian youth prepare to join the allies and headlong rush to war. Fierce Ufens and Messapus led the crowd, with bold Mezentius who blasphemed aloud, these through the country took their wasteful course, the fields to forage and to gather force. Then Venulus to Diomede they send, to beg his aid Ausonia to defend, declare the common danger, and inform the Grecian leader of the growing storm. Aeneas landed on the Latian coast, with banished gods and with a baffled host, yet now aspired to conquest of the state, and claimed a title from the gods and fate. What numerous nations in his quarrel came, and how they spread his formidable name, what he designed, what mischief might arise, if fortune favoured his first enterprise, was left for him to weigh, whose equal fears and common interest was involved in theirs. While Turnus and the allies thus urge the war, the Trojan, floating in a flood of care, beholds the tempest which his foes prepare, this way and that he turns his anxious mind, thinks and rejects the counsels he designed, explores himself in vain in every part, and gives no rest to his distracted heart. So when the sun by day or moon by night strike on the polished brass their trembling light, the glittering species here and there divide, and cast their dubious beams from side to side now on the walls now on the pavement play and to the ceiling flash the glaring day twas night and weary nature lulled asleep the birds of air and fishes of the deep and beasts and mortal men the trojan chief was laid on tiber's banks oppressed with grief and found in silent slumber late relief then through the shadows of the poplar wood arose the father of the roman flood an azure robe was o'er his body spread, a wreath of shady reeds adorned his head. Thus manifest to sight the god appeared, and with these pleasing words his sorrow cheered. Undoubted offspring of ethereal race, O long expected in this promised place, who through the foes hast borne thy banished gods, restored them to their hearths and old abodes, this is thy happy home the clime where fate ordains thee to restore the trojan state fear not the war shall end in lasting peace and all the rage of haughty juno cease and that this nightly vision may not seem the effect of fancy or an idle dream a sow beneath an oak shall lie along all white herself and white her thirty young when thirty rolling years have run their race 
thy son ascanius on this empty space shall build a royal town of lasting fame which from this omen shall receive the name time shall approve the truth for what remains and how with sure success to crown thy pains with patience next attend a banished band driven with evander from the arcadian land have planted here and placed on high their walls their town the founder palantium calls derived from pallas his great-grandsire's name but the fierce latians old possession claim with war infesting the new colony these make thy friends and on their aid rely to thy free passage i submit my streams wake son of venus from thy pleasing dreams and when the setting stars are lost in day to juno's power thy just devotion pay with sacrifice the wrathful queen appease her pride at length shall fall her fury cease when thou returnst victorious from the war perform thy vows to me with grateful care the god am i whose yellow water flows around these fields and fattens as it goes tiber my name among the rolling floods renowned on earth esteemed among the gods this is my certain seat in times to come my waves shall wash the walls of mighty rome he said and plunged below while yet he spoke his dream aeneas and his sleep forsook he rose and looking up beheld the skies with purple blushing and the day arise then water in his hollow palm he took from tiber's flood and thus the powers bespoke laurentian nymphs by whom the streams are fed and father tiber in thy sacred bed receive aeneas and from danger keep whatever fount whatever holy deep conceals thy watery stores where'er they rise and bubbling from below salute the skies thou king of horned floods whose plenteous urn suffices fatness to the fruitful corn for this thy kind compassion of our woes shalt share my morning song and evening vows but o oh, be present to thy people's aid and firm the gracious promise thou hast made thus having said two galleys from his stores with care he chooses mans and fits with oars now on the shore the fatal swine is found wondrous to tell she lay along the ground her well-fed offspring at her udders hung she white herself and white her thirty young aeneas takes the mother and her brood and all on juno's altar are bestowed the following night and the succeeding day propitious tiber smoothed his watery way he rolled his river back and poised he stood a gentle swelling and a peaceful flood the trojans mount their ships they put from shore borne on the waves and scarcely dip an oar shouts from the land give omen to their course and the pitched vessels glide with easy force the woods and waters wonder at the gleam of shields and painted ships that stem the stream one summer's night and one whole day they pass betwixt the greenwood shades and cut the liquid glass the fiery sun had finished half his race looked back 
and doubted in the middle space when they from far beheld the rising towers the tops of sheds and shepherds lowly bowers thin as they stood which then of homely clay now rise in marble from the roman sway these cots evander's kingdom mean and poor the trojan saw and turned his ships to shore twas on a solemn day the arcadian states the king and prince without the city gates then paid their offerings in a sacred grove to hercules the warrior son of jove thick clouds of rolling smoke involve the skies and fat of entrails on his altar fries but when they saw the ships that stemmed the flood and glittered through the covert of the wood they rose with fear and left the unfinished feast till dauntless pallas reassured the rest to pay the rites himself without delay a javelin seized and singly took his way then gained a rising ground and called from far resolve me strangers whence and what you are your business here and bring you peace or war high on the stern aeneas his stand and held a branch of olive in his hand while thus he spoke the phrygians arms you see expelled from troy provoked in italy by latian foes with war unjustly made at first affianced and at last betrayed this message bear the trojans and their chief bring holy peace and beg the king's relief struck with so great a name and all on fire the youth replies whatever you require your fame exacts upon our shores descend a welcome guest and what you wish a friend he said and downward hasting to the strand embraced the stranger prince and joined his hand conducted to the grove aeneas broke the silence first and thus the king bespoke best of the greeks to whom by fate's command i bear these peaceful branches in my hand undaunted i approach you though i know your birth is grecian and your land my foe from atreus though your ancient lineage came and both the brother kings your kindred claim yet my self-conscious worth your high renown your virtue through the neighboring nations blown our father's mingled blood apollo's voice have led me hither less by need than choice our founder dardanus as fame has sung and greeks acknowledge from electra sprung electra from the loins of atlas came atlas whose head sustains the starry frame your sire is mercury whom long before on cold silene's top fair maya bore maya the fair on fame if we rely was atlas daughter who sustains the sky thus from one common source our streams divide ours is the trojan yours the arcadian side raised by these hopes i sent no news before nor asked your leave nor did your faith implore but come without a pledge my own ambassador the same rutulians who with arms pursue the trojan race are equal foes to you our host expelled what farther force can stay the victor troops from universal sway then will they stretch their power athwart the land and either sea from side to side command receive our offered faith and give us thine ours is a generous and experienced line 
we want not hearts nor bodies for the war in council cautious and in fields we dare he said and while spoke with piercing eyes evander viewed the man with vast surprise pleased with his action ravished with his face then answered briefly with a royal grace o valiant leader of the trojan line in whom the features of thy father shine how i recall anchises how i see his motions mean and all my friend in thee long though it be tis fresh within my mind when priam to his sister's court designed a welcome visit with a friendly stay and through the arcadian kingdom took his way then past a boy the callow down began to shade my chin and call me first a man i saw the shining train with vast delight and priam's goodly person pleased my sight but great anchises far above the rest with awful wonder fired my youthful breast i longed to join in friendship's holy bands our mutual hearts and plight our mutual hands i first accosted him i sued i sought and with a loving force to phineas brought he gave me when at length constrained to go a lycian quiver and a gnossian bow a vest embroidered glorious to behold and two rich bridles with their bits of gold which my son's coursers in obedience hold the league you ask i offer as your right and when to-morrow's sun reveals the light with swift supplies you shall be sent away now celebrate with us this solemn day whose holy rites admit no long delay honour our annual feast and take your seat with friendly welcome at a homely treat thus having said the bowls removed for fear the youths replaced and soon restored the cheer on sods of turf he set the soldiers round a maple throne raised higher from the ground received the trojan chief and o'er the bed a lion's shaggy hide for ornament they spread the loaves were served in canisters the wine in bowls the priest renewed the rites divine broiled entrails are their food and beefs continued chine but when the rage of hunger was repressed thus spoke evander to his royal guest these rites these altars and this feast o king from no vain fears or superstitions spring or blind devotion or from blinder chance or heady zeal or brutal ignorance but saved from danger with a grateful sense the labours of a god we recompense see from afar yon rock that mates the sky about whose feet such heaps of rubbish lie such indigested ruin bleak and bare how desert now it stands exposed in air twas once a robber's den enclosed around with living stone and deep beneath the ground the monster cacus more than half a beast this hold impervious to the sun possessed the pavement ever foul with human gore heads and their mangled members hung the door vulcan this plague begot and like his sire black clouds he belched and flakes of livid fire time long expected eased us of our load and brought the needful presence of a god the avenging force of hercules from spain arrived in triumph from geryon slain thrice lived the giant 
and thrice lived in vain. His prize the lowing herds Alcides drove near Tiber's bank to graze the shady grove. Allured with hope of plunder and intent by force to rob, by fraud to circumvent the brutal Caucus, as by chance they strayed, four oxen thence and four fair kine conveyed. And lest the printed footsteps might be seen, he dragged them backwards to his rocky den. The tracks a verse a lying notice gave, and led the searcher backward from the cave. Meantime the herdsman hero shifts his place, to find fresh pasture and untrodden grass. The beasts who missed their mates filled all around with bellowings, and the rocks restored the sound. One heifer who had heard her love complain roared from the cave and made the project vain. Alcides found the fraud. With rage he shook, and tossed about his head his knotted oak. Swift as the winds or Scythian arrows flight, he clomb with eager haste the aerial height. Then first we saw the monster mend his pace, fear his eyes and paleness in his face, confessed the god's approach. Trembling he springs, as terror had increased his feet with wings, nor stayed for stairs, but down the depth he threw his body, on his back the door he drew, the door a rib of living rock, with pains his father hewed it out, and bound with iron chains. He broke the heavy links, the mountain closed, and bars and levers to his foe opposed. The wretch had hardly made his dungeon fast, the fierce avenger came with bounding haste, surveyed the mouth of the forbidden hold, and here and there his raging eyes he rolled. He gnashed his teeth, and thrice he compassed round with winged speed the circuit of the ground. Thrice at the cavern's mouth he pulled in vain, and, panting, thrice desisted from his pain. A pointed flinty rock, all bare and black, grew gibbous from behind the mountain's back, Owls, ravens, all ill omens of the night here built their nests, and hither winged their flight. The leaning head hung threatening o'er the flood, and nodded to the left. The hero stood adverse with planted feet, and from the right tugged at the solid stone with all his might. Thus heaved, the fixed foundations of the rock gave way. Heaven echoed at the rattling shock, tumbling it choked the flood. On either side the banks leap backward, and the streams divide. The sky shrunk upward with unusual tread, and trembling Tiber dived beneath his bed. The court of Caucus stands revealed to sight, the cavern glares with new-admitted light. So the pent vapors with a rumbling sound heave from below, and rend the hollow ground. A sounding flaw succeeds, and from on high the gods with hate beheld the nether sky. The ghosts repine at violated night, and curse the invading sun, and sicken at the sight. The graceless monster caught in open day, enclosed and in despair to fly away, howls horrible from underneath, and fills his hollow place with unmanly yells. The hero stands above, and from afar plies him with darts and stones and distant war. He from his nostrils huge mouth expires black clouds of smoke amidst his father's fires, 
gathering with each repeated blast the night to make uncertain aim and erring sight the wrathful god then plunges from above and where in thickest waves the sparkles drove their lights and wades through fumes and gropes his way half singed half stifled till he grasps his prey the monster spewing fruitless flames he found he squeezed his throat he writhed his neck around and in a knot his crippled members bound then from their sockets tore his burning eyes rolled on a heap the breathless robber lies the doors unbarred receive the rushing day and thorough lights disclose the ravished prey the bulls redeemed breathe open air again next by the feet they drag him from his den the wandering neighborhood with glad surprise behold his shagged breast his giant size his mouth that flames no more and his extinguished eyes from that auspicious day with rites divine we worship at the hero's holy shrine potitius first ordained these annual vows as priests were added the penarian house who raised this altar in the sacred shade where honours ever due for ever shall be paid for these deserts and this high virtue shown ye warlike youths your heads with garlands crown fill high the goblets with a sparkling flood and with deep draughts invoke our common god this said a double wreath evander twined and poplars black and white his temples bind then brims his ample bowl with like design the rest invoke the gods with sprinkled wine meantime the sun descended from the skies and the bright evening star began to rise and now the priests potitius at their head in skins of beasts involved the long procession led held high the flaming tapers in their hands as custom had prescribed their holy bands then with a second course the tables load and with full chargers offer to the god the sali sing and since his altars round with saban smoke their heads with poplar bound one choir of old another of the young to dance and bear the burthen of the song the lay records the labors and the praise and all the immortal acts of hercules first how the mighty babe when swathed in bands the serpents strangled with his infant hands then as in years and matchless force he grew the echalian walls and trojan overthrew besides a thousand hazards they relate procured by juno's and eurystheus hate thy hands unconquered hero could subdue the cloud-born centaurs and the monster crew nor thy resistless arm the bull withstood nor he the roaring terror of the wood the triple porter of the stygian seat with lolling tongue lay fawning at thy feet and seized with fear forgot his mangled meat the infernal waters trembled at thy sight thee god no face of danger could affright not huge typhus nor the unnumbered snake increased with hissing heads in lerna's lake hail jove's undoubted son an added grace to heaven and the great author of thy race 
receive the grateful offerings which we pay and smile propitious on thy solemn day in numbers thus they sung above the rest the din and death of cacus crown the feast the woods to hollow vales convey the sound the vales to hills and hills the notes rebound the rites performed the cheerful train retire betwixt young pallas and his aged sire the trojan passed the city to survey and pleasing talk beguiled the tedious way the stranger cast around his curious eyes new objects viewing still with new surprise with greedy joy inquires of various things and acts and monuments of ancient kings then thus the founder of the roman towers these woods were first the seat of sylvan powers of nymphs and fauns and savage men who took their birth from trunks of trees and stubborn oak nor laws they knew nor manners nor the care of labouring oxen or the shining share nor arts of gain nor what they gained to spare their exercise the chase the running flood supplied their thirst the trees supplied their food then saturn came who fled the power of jove robbed of his realms and banished from above the men dispersed on hills to towns he brought and laws ordained and civil customs taught and latium called the land where safe he lay from his unduteous son and his usurping sway with his mild empire peace and plenty came and hence the golden times derived their name a more degenerate and discoloured age succeeded this with avarice and rage the ausonians then and bold sicanians came and saturn's empire often changed the name then kings gigantic tybris and the rest with arbitrary sway the land oppressed for tiber's flood was albula before till from the tyrant's fate his name it bore i last arrived driven from my native home by fortune's power and fate's resistless doom long tossed on seas i sought this happy land warned by my mother nymph and called by heaven's command end of section fifteen